when we read our prayers or when we read the Torah, we usually see God being referred to as he, as a male, though it is not always. In one of the prayers that we recite three times a day, Shmona Esre, we tell God thank you and we say Modim Anachnu Lach. Lach in Hebrew, it means to you in feminine, to you as a girl. In other words, in English, when you say you for a boy or for a girl, is the same. In Hebrew, it is different. For a boy, it is lecha, and for a girl, it is lach. So we say, when we turn to God, we say modim anachno lach, in feminine. And in several other places, we refer to God as a female. So one second, so is God a he or a she? Or maybe he is it. And then, to complicate things further, we see that in the Torah, we have many different names for God. In Judaism, we have many different names for God. So why is it that the same entity has many different names? If you have a friend whose name is Michael, you are not going to be calling him sometimes Michael, sometimes Alex, sometimes John, and sometimes Boris. You will be calling him in some consistent way. But here we have many names for God. Why is it? So the answer is that a name, by its idea, defines whatever it calls by this name. In other words, when I say Michael, a specific Michael, when I'm referring to a specific person, if I think of Michael Goldman, I'm thinking of a specific person whose name is Michael Goldman, and it's him and only him and not anyone else. When I'm thinking of Jane Smith, I'm thinking of a specific person whose name is Jane Smith. Names define whatever they describe, whatever they are attributed to. The same thing is with gender. We imagine that if we refer to someone as a he, that implies something, or whenever somebody says, I'm a male or I'm a female, we know that lately it was uh, a hot topic of discussion all over the world, or, or at least in the Western world. So, fine. So people say, I feel like I am a female, but it means something to them. Whatever it means to them, right? I'm not a female, I identify as male, so I'll never know. But there is such a thing. When people say that I am a male, it has some meaning to them. When people say I'm a female, it has some meaning to them. So now, when we say that God is a male, there is some meaning to it. The Torah is describing the Kabbalistic idea behind a male role and a female role in this world. It is expressed biologically, socially, and emotionally on every level. And this is the main point of this whole issue. Everything is defined by its limitations. When I say that something is blue, it means it's not red. If I say that a white car drove by me, this means that this car was not green or yellow. And a color is a limitation. The thing is that God is the only entity that does not have any limitations at all. Things are defined by their limitations, and God doesn't have any limitations. That means that God, by his definition, does not have any definitions. So we cannot define God. God is undefinable. Is there such a word in English? Well, we just created it. So I'm going to ask you, tell me please, is God very big? The answer is yes, he is. But then I'll ask you, is God very small? The answer is also yes. Is God green? God is green. 
Is God yellow? Yes, God is yellow. And he is also pink with purple polka dots. There is nothing that God is not. When we in our world think of infinity, we think about infinity in mathematical terms, which means that there is an infinite line. But the problem is that this infinite line is limited in its infinity, because an infinite line is not eight inches long. If I will show you an infinite line and I'll ask you, is it five inches long? You will say, no, it's not. Well, God is infinite in a different way than an infinite line, because God is infinite and God is also finite. God is not limited by his infinity. So that's why God has different names. I have only one name or have a number, a select number of names. People call me Rabbi, people call me Velvel, people call me Tati, Tati is Yiddish for father, that's how my kids call me. People call me Hey You sometimes, not often though. So people call me with a very narrow select number of names. Well, God technically can be called with any name because there's nothing that he is not. You see, every name is revealing a side of you. If people come to you and say, Mr. So-and-so, that's one side of you. If people call you Daddy, that's another side of you. You reveal a different side of yourself to someone who calls you Daddy than to someone who calls you Mr. So-and-so. Because whoever calls you Daddy knows you from a different side. And I know plenty of people who are very strict, tough Tough as nails at work when they come home, it's a different person. I know the other way around also. So, but God is all of above. This is why God can and is. God can be and is a he and a she and a it and, a, and big and small and red and purple. So God is displaying different sides of him to us. And this is why God has different specific names specific names that he is going by in the Torah or in our liturgy. So we call God, for example, Adni. It's one of the names that we use in our prayers. And there is a name Yud K Vav K, which is a four-letter name. And this name is showing on kindness, Chesed. Then there is also a name Elohim, which is showing on strictness, judgment, because God is also, is also judging the world, discipline. Then the, uh, there is a name which is Rachamim, name which is showing on God's mercy, and so on and so forth. There are different names that show different parts of God. And this is why God has different names, and that's why sometimes God is a she, and sometimes God is a he.